Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 31, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. Welcome back, everyone, as we start week seven of our journey through God's big story. Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. And hello, Marvin. So, Marvin, how was your weekend? Oh, and how was your Lego building? Oh, yeah, it was great, Dave. Yeah, uh, I built a scale model of my barn. Oh, I see. Very nice. Yeah, uh, I even built a little Calex bookshelf to put in there, you know, from Ikea. Uh, and it had a door that opens and shuts, and, and my bed, and a loft, and yeah, yeah, I worked on it all weekend. Great. Well, I'm glad you had fun, Marvin, but it is Monday, and you do know what that means. Oh, yeah, I sure do, Dave. It's Recap Day! What have we heard? The Bible said, let's remember... It's Recap Day. Okay, so you ready to do this? Oh, I sure am, Dave. Okay, well, here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we started with Adam and Eve and the fall. Yep, then we had Cain killing Abel, and then we had Noah, the flood, and the rainbow. Yeah, then we had Abraham and God's covenant with him on circumcision. Okay, then we had his son, Isaac, who was almost sacrificed, but not. Uh, remember, that was a signpost pointing to Jesus. Oh yeah, and then Isaac married Rebecca, and they had two twins, Jacob and Esau. Yep, Jacob was sneaky, and then he had to run away. He spent 14 years working for two wives and a whole bunch of sheep. Yeah, then he came home. Uh, He had 12 sons, but one of them, Joseph, made his brothers mad with his dreams. Yep, so his brother sold Joseph. He got carted off to Egypt. Uh, He was Potiphar's slave, but then he got thrown into prison. Yeah, but then God showed him what dreams meant. Yep, so Pharaoh put him in charge of getting ready for the famine that was coming. Yeah, and then Joseph's brothers, they came to Egypt for food. Eventually, Joseph tells them who he is, uh, and then he brings the whole family down to Egypt, where they'll have enough to Yep, so Jacob, who God also called Israel, his family, the Israelites, spent 400 years living in Egypt. Yeah, but there's so many of them, the Egyptians get scared of them, uh, so Pharaoh tries to get rid of a bunch of Israelite babies. Good work, Marvin. Yeah, we're getting better at that, huh? Yeah, I think so. But we'd best get to our reading for today. Okay, great. Yeah, so who's our reader today? Well, today it's our friend Rosie. Oh, I like Rosie. You know, sometimes she smells of hay. She does? Yeah, it's subtle, but it's there. Okay, well, Rosie, over to you. Hello everyone. Today's reading is from Exodus chapter 2, verses 1 to 21. A man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. She became pregnant and had a son by her husband. She saw that her baby was a fine child and she hid him for three months. After that, she couldn't hide him any longer. So she got a basket made out of the stems of tall grass. She coated the basket with tar. She placed the child in the basket, then she put it in the tall grass that grew along the bank of the Nile River. The child's sister wasn't very far away. She wanted to see what would happen to him. Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile River to take a bath. Her attendants were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket in the tall grass, so she sent her female slave to get it. When she opened it, Pharaoh's daughter saw the baby. He was crying. She felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister spoke to Pharaoh's daughter. She asked, do you want me to go and get one of the Hebrew women? She could breastfeed the baby for you. Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, 
Take this baby and feed him for me. I'll pay you. So the woman took the baby and fed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter and became her son. She named him Moses. She said, I pulled him out of the water. Moses grew up. One day he went out to where his own people were. He watched them while they were hard at work. He saw an Egyptian hitting a Hebrew man. The man was one of Moses' own people. Moses looked around and didn't see anyone, so he killed the Egyptian. Then he hid his body in the sand. The next day Moses went out again. He saw two Hebrew men fighting. He asked the one who had started the fight a question. He said, Why are you hitting another Hebrew man? The man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking about killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses became afraid. He thought, People must have heard about what I did. When Pharaoh heard about what had happened, he tried to kill Moses. But Moses escaped from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian. There he sat down by a well. A priest of Midian had seven daughters. They came to fill the stone tubs with water. They wanted to give water to their father's flock. Some shepherds came along and chased the girls away. But Moses got up and helped them. Then he gave water to their flock. The girls returned to their father Ruel. He asked them, Why have you returned so early today? They answered, An Egyptian saved us from the shepherds. He even got water for us and gave it to the flock. Where is he? Ruel asked his daughters. Why did you leave him? Invite him to have something to eat. Moses agreed to stay with the man, and the man gave his daughter Zipporah to Moses to be his wife. Thanks, Rosie. Wow, Dave, there sure was a lot in there. There sure was. So we had Moses being born, we had him being put in the river and then rescued by the princess. We had him growing up and killing an Egyptian, we had him running away, and then we had him finding a family to be part of and getting married. Yeah, that's a lot for a Monday. So, now, Marvin, probably most of us have heard of Moses before, right? Yeah, I have. At Sunday school and stuff. Yeah, sure. And that's because he was one of God's most important prophets. Ooh, Dave, what's a prophet? Ah, you had to ask. Well, here he comes. It's Professor Westminster. 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 Summer, springtime, it's Professor Westminster. Someone you can always go. Hi, everybody! <laughs> so, Professor, Marvin wants to know what a prophet is. Ah, yes, there are lots of the prophets in the Bible. So that is a very good question. A prophet is a messenger of God. So, Dave, if you were a prophet back in the Old Testament, and God had a message for all the people, God would say, Hey, Dave, here's what I want you to tell all the people. And then, Dave, you would go and say, Hey, everybody, here's what God wants you to know. And that was the prophet's job. He was a messenger of God. Great. Okay. Thanks, Professor. Yeah, no problem, Dave. (laughs) Oh, okay. So Moses was a really important prophet, but Dave, Moses killed a guy. He was a murderer. How come God picked a guy like that? Ah, now that is a good question, Marvin. And that's something we see again and again in the Bible. God chooses to use normal, sinful people just like Moses, just like you and me. Well, why, Dave? Why doesn't God just pick the best person there is? That's what I'd do if I was God. Well, Marvin, even the best person in the whole world who's alive right now is still a big old sinner. But if God did pick out the very best person in the world to do a really important job, well, what would that person think? Gee, Dave, I don't know. Well, they might think, I have this important job because I'm great. 
I must be really awesome. And then the other people around them might think, wow, look at the amazing things that person did. They're amazing. Instead of thinking, wow, look at the amazing things that God has done. He is amazing. You see, God uses normal people, even terrible people, even murderers like Moses, to do amazing things. And boys and girls, if God can do amazing things with a murderer, don't you think he can do amazing things with you? Today, thank God that he doesn't just pick out the very best people in the world. He loves and cares for and uses ordinary old sinners like us. Oh, I'm sure glad, Dave. I'm not even the best cow in my barn. Never mind the whole world. Yeah, if God was picking out the best people, I know for sure I wouldn't get a look in either, Marvin. But it sure is good news that God loves me anyway. Okay, well, Marvin, that's it for today, so we had better say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and John.